Please turn in your Bibles to Psalm 39. My purpose today is to convict us to consider our end, that we will see how frail we are. Yes. To remind us of how vain our lives are, to convict us to humble ourselves in light of that, and to convict us to live with purpose so we will not waste what little time we have. Psalm 39. I said, I will take heed to my ways, that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace, even from good, and my sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then spake I with my tongue, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Behold, Thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I was dumb. I opened not my mouth, because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou with rebukes dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee, and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. O spare me, that I may recover strength before I go hence, and be no more. So I want to focus on verses 4 through 7 today. It was hard to pick a section to stop at, but um, 8 through the end is more of David's prayer for deliverance, and that's not exactly what I want uh, from his prayer. Uh, the context of 4 through 7, first three verses of the intro, David uh, describes his silence. And if we keep reading, we realize that David shut his mouth because of the chastening of the Lord. That's right. He didn't want to blaspheme like many people do when they face affliction. Um, and he didn't want to give a bad testimony in front of the wicked especially. So David tried to keep his mouth shut. He said he was dumb with silence. But while he was musing, the fire burned like in James 3. There's a fire in our mouth. And he had to talk. And this is what he said. I'm going to read verses 4 through 7 again for emphasis. Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Amen. So first, I'd like to ask if David has your attention. He uses words like, Behold, verily, Selah, surely. The Lord wants us to stop, 
Pay attention and consider some sober topics. Yes. These aren't my words or the words of some other man, but these are the words of the only wise God. Right. So, what is our end? What is the measure of our days? God said, In the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Adam and Eve ate that fruit and brought their own death and the death of every man since then. Yes. In the first genealogy of the Bible, Genesis 5, it goes like this. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Verse 12, and all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. Verse 14, and all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. Verse 20, and he died. Verse 27, and he died. Verse 31, and he died. Everyone dies. Yes. No one wants to talk about it, but everyone dies. Isaiah said, cease he for man whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? Peter said, all flesh is his grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. James said, Whereas ye know not what shall be in the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and vanisheth away. What is our end? Our end is death. Everyone dies physically. All men are at some point dead spiritually, and most men will die the second death in the lake of fire. Yes. Thanks be to God who giveth us the victory through our Lord yes. and Savior Jesus Christ Amen. that we are not dead spiritually and we will not die the second death. However, unless Lord Jesus Christ comes back while we're still alive, our bodies will still die. David asked the Lord to show him how frail he is. We are frail. We get, you know, a tiny invisible virus like a head cold, and it distracts us and makes us miserable. You know, a man in the best of health, he could get a heart attack, and he could just die like that. In a few years, everyone else dies of old age anyways. Yes. The word die or died appears in the Bible 510 times. Everyone dies. We live for about 75 years, which Job says was a few days and full of trouble. Truly, the Lord has made our lives as in handbreadth. Yes. Compared to the Lord, an infinite God, who made all things, from whose faith, face the heaven and the earth flee away, our age truly is as nothing. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Yes. Even at our best state. Yes. You might say, what about Olympic athletes? I mean, they're the finest the nations have to offer. The Lord says he doesn't take pleasure in the legs of a man. That's right. Amen. About money. That's got to mean something, right? Job thirty six nineteen says the Lord thinks it means nothing. If the Lord considered the nations as a drop in the bucket, and as a small dust of the balance. What about us? So, for comparison, what can we put in the hollow of our hand? You know, how much water do you think you could fit in there? I mean, maybe Chris Nappy could fit a couple ounces. <laughs> what about, how far is uh, the span of our hand? Maybe seven or eight inches? What are we compared to the Lord, who measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Right. And meted heaven with the span, Amen. who comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance. That's right. Verily, 
every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Amen. So why do I say these? Why do I say all this? Why, why did David write these verses? Was it just for us to be sad and walk around with a frown on our face? No, we're nothing. We're all going to die anyways. God forbid. David continues in verses 6 through 7. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely there it is quieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. And Jesus Christ taught a perfect parable that matches just about perfectly with this in Luke 12 about the rich man who thought within himself, what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? Amen. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. Right. We shouldn't just eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. The wicked reprobates in the world, that's what they do. They work hard all their lives. They retire. They even say, he that dies with the most toys wins. What a waste of a life. Let's not live like that. They're going to die, and they have no control over what happens after they pass away. They live with a vain purpose, if any. Let's not live like that. We have more than just the simple pleasures in this life. We can please the Lord with our lives now, and we will spend eternity with Him later. This world is not our home. We're just sojourners, like it says in verse 12. In contrast to the wicked, let's not wait for health, wealth, strength, pleasure, or any other carnal, worthless pursuit. Let us wait for the Lord as David did. He is the only one worth hoping in. Yes. Yes. If we truly believe this psalm and understood that we are nothing, frail, and that our lives are vanity, we would live with humility and with purpose. Let's not be prideful and think anything of ourselves because we are nothing. If you want to hear more about pride, I highly suggest you go listen again to Adam Green's psalm from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If we truly believe this, that we're nothing, we should change the way that we act. If we understand that each day could be our last, then we're going to live that day to the best of our ability yes. to please the Lord yes. with that as our purpose. Amen. And that includes changing what we did wrong like David did in this psalm. God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Amen. Amen. Let's live with purpose. Let's honor the Lord the way that we act. Lord, help us to be humble. Amen. Amen.